talk. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much and we are here in another restaurant so please someone if you can sponsor me a studio that would be awesome so you don't need to but there is a cook like cool song playing in the background Gangsta's, Gangsta's Paradise yeah it's like they knew I was gonna come um, I am here with some more of my friends yes I have so many friends <laughs> I do man I didn't realize until I started running, I'm running this podcast. Like, But that was the part of the reason why I wanted to run it is because I felt like there were so many good people in my life that needed to be heard. So I wanted to provide a platform for them. Today's topic is what does it mean to be a single woman and <laughs> an older single woman? Yeah, that's my topic today. Very close to home, a bit too close to home. So I'm just going to get my guests to introduce themselves. I'm going to start... Um, to my left, if you can just say your name and a bit about your background. Um, hello everyone, uh, my name is B. Um, I am 35 years old, I am Samoan, I live in Blenheim in the South Island, um, I'm a high school teacher um, and yes I am single. Alright. <laughs> Uh, my name's Liz. Um, I am Samoan descent, um, the eldest of eight children, and have been single since I was born. But yeah, awesome guys. Yeah, I am single as well, and have a lot in common with these ladies. So yeah, single and you know proud, if you can call that. Um, my next question, my first question is. Yeah, what do you think um, about, you know, like is being single a big issue for you? If uh, no, why? If yes, why? <laughs> um, I, I think growing up, um, I don't know, actually not growing up, but more like being a in my 20s like it was an issue I found it to be an issue only because a lot of my friends at the time and my sisters and cousins were off in relationships getting married having children and I felt like I was left behind um, and it's not until I hit 30 really that I understood what it meant to be single um, and I understood what the season of singleness is but it took a while for me to even be content in being single. Um, and so I, I could honestly say that in my 20s it was, I found it an issue because the people around me were moving forward with their lives, I guess. Um, and I just felt left behind. And I think um, it's such a reflection on me as an individual and what I was going through at the time. Um, but again, hitting 30, it, I understood what the season of singleness is. And then I just became content. So I'm not... So I'm actually, I love being single and I love enjoy the opportunities that it brings. Um, but yeah, definitely now I'm okay with it and I, and I love it and I'm enjoying it and I love the purpose behind it, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, it's, it's a bit of both. Um, I'll be lying if I said I was okay with being single, but... Um, when I'm busy, it's fine, but it's in the loneliness that it starts to, I get reminded that um, I'm by myself. <laughs> um, so um, there are different ways of coping with it, being a single woman and being a Christian. Um, yeah, our, what's it called? Our chastity is, um, our, is one of our virtues and um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's hard to answer, but I think it's a yes and no question. It's, um, yeah, I guess we're all human and we're all craving to be with somebody because that's how God has created us. But um, but for the season, I'm still single, so I'll, I'll, 
I constantly have to be reminded to rely on God um, and to be reminded that he fulfills me um, even though the world tells me it's different but yeah I'm just going to speak on the topic because I want to take part in this conversation with you guys because we're all in it together, like High School Musical. Uh, I I didn't think, I, it wasn't an issue for me in my 20s, like for real. Because I, I feel like we grew up in the feminist era with Zena and Helen Clark, she's who, she was a New Zealand Prime Minister, and Oprah. And I honestly didn't wasn't expecting to get married in my 20s anyway. Uh, also being Pacifica, Never suffered from loneliness. Always had more than enough people in my face. I'm actually an introvert, so I prefer to be on my own. So it's almost like I crave to be alone, other than rather than be with people. And it only, um, and also also surrounded by a lot of people like me who were Pacifica, going you know Christian woman. Um, so I didn't feel alone in that sense as well. It only became an issue. I only realized I was single when I became 30. And it was kind of like, oh, I want to have kids though. Um, and I was actually started from my 30s to put myself out there, as you say, like, you know, um, let my aunties know that I'm <laughs> the only good guys. Uh, <laughs> And here I am, five years later after that, still in the same position. So, um, yeah, I, I the I love traveling. So that's when I realize I'm single as well because I also love traveling to exotic, so you say, destinations. And the issue of safety becomes something for me. So that's when I was like, oh man, if I just had a some you know, a partner, it'd be so easy to plan, and I wouldn't need to worry about going, you know, being somewhere at night. Um, also, I, I wouldn't probably need to post every single photo on Facebook so that my family know I'm okay, but also so that I can share the experience of other people that probably don't really want to see my photos anyway. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're uh, just now, recently, um, I've learned to enjoy it, I guess. Like, I was drawing it in my 20s because I thought it was an issue. Then it became an issue in my 30s. And then five years after, you know, midway between my 30s, I'm learning to rest in it and to enjoy it. Um, definitely, like, I've also learned that my family have helped me because they've stopped asking. <laughs> Which I think I really appreciate because they could amp it up even more. Seeing that my my sister's um, going to be married and I'll be the last person who's single um, out of the girls. But my family, I've noticed they've like said like stuff like it's okay, now you can just travel to die. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm gonna get one of these big world maps that you colour in every country you travel. I'm gonna colour that in until it's all coloured. Um, don't know where the money's gonna come from, but um, yeah. So, so uh, that, that has helped. Uh, my next question is: um, being Pacifica, you know, we're all Pacifica at this table. How how has being a single Pacifica person like what are the issues that come with that? Um, can you just share your thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, so being uh, a Pacifica woman, um, because they assume you don't have, you're single, you don't have any responsibilities, or um, so they um, give you a lot more tasks than the ones who are married, or expect you to do more things. Um, so that's one of the singleness, but you have to remind your family that you have a life. Even though you're single, you know, you still have your friends and uh, you still go to functions and stuff. <laughs> you don't stay at home and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, you don't stay home with your cats or anything. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and uh, my family, uh, because they're Pacifica, they uh, always mock me and say that I'm a nun or that I'm going to be an old lady and they're already pointing out kids who will look after me in my old age um, so yeah but that's one of the things and um, being single sometimes the burden 
of responsibility is um, pointed towards you, especially for your outers. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's similar to Liz's situation. Um, one of the things, yeah, it's, it's the expectancy to, to, because you're single, you're going to stay at home and look after your parents and whatnot. Um, and so one of the choices, so moving away to Blenheim in 2019, you know, like, a few of my family members were like, um, you know, what are you doing moving away? You should be looking after your dad. You know, it's like your dad's getting older. You're single. You've got no kids. Well, why are you moving away? And I think, you know, like, it didn't hit me until that point. Um, because my family were like, you know, they were asked the question, oh, when are you getting married? And I'm like, when God sees it's time to get married. <laughs> um, and so, like, you're right. You know, the whole, you're, you have no responsibilities but it's like, hey, I have bills to pay, <laughs> you know, like I'm helping out here and there. And so it's like, the assumption is, is that I would stay home until I get married. Then, you know, but even if I do get married, I would stay home and look after my dad with my husband. Um, and so it's, it's the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's, you know, we're expected to look after our parents and we're not, you know, for our culture, we don't send our parents to rest homes. Like it's, you know, if, if families do that, you know, you're like looked down upon, like it's like, oh my gosh, you sent them away, how could you? Um, but for me, it was just, these, you know, when I did move to Blenheim, it was like, oh, why, you can't leave your dad, you know? But yeah, I think that's the, that's, as a specific woman, like that's pretty much the only sort of obstacle or issue I've, I've experienced. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, similar to you guys the whole expectation that you're you know a, a resource to use because you don't have any excuses and also yeah uh, that mocking of my baby sister's gonna end up looking after me so it's all good that I babysit her every day 24 hours and give up my school holidays because I'm a teacher and yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, another aspect, I don't know, because you guys, I'm from a Tongan uh, background, and my sister's here, my sister's um, uh, uh, from someone. But in uh, Tongan culture, the liter the word for someone who's unmarried, no matter how old you are, is girl. So even if, you, so I got, when I was in Tonga, and my boss, she was like this older lady, she's our principal, and everyone would refer to her as girl. And it was all because she wasn't married. And I just, and even my dad, like, so the idea that Tongans have about unmarried people is that you're immature, no matter how, what age you are. And it's quite, to me, it's insulting because it's like, it's like the idea that you, you know, you're not to be respected until you're married. And I'm like, but I've traveled the world, you know, I've provided for my family in what way I can. Yeah, I'm seen as someone who doesn't really have a, a good standing in our community, and that was quite insulting for me. But something that I've come to, you know, deal with in my own way. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it is. I do feel like in my community, I'm meant to be pitied. I feel like because marriage is just a given, and I am nearing an age where less where, where people are starting to be like oh maybe this is it for you um you know you do have people who are in relationships or who are married kind of going oh but what about her like I can achieve all these things in my life I can go to Israel I can travel Europe but I'm still someone to be pitied uh, I remember bumping into another friend uh, one of my primary school friends um she was you know she was like you're still not married and in my head, I was like, yeah, but I've been inside a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to end up with explicit, explicit of whatever. Um, but, you know, like, it was just that kind of condescension that you get just because of your relationship status. Um, yeah, and it's, it's uh, I, don't, I don't feel like it's just a Pacifica thing. I think even outside of um, ethnic communities, it's a, like we have this, it's just lip service when people say, you know, it's a, you don't need anybody, blah, blah, blah. People in mainstream um, still have that condescending kind of 
what's wrong with you attitude if you're older and single. So I don't think it's even a, a minority community um, conservative, um, you know, a perspective. I think it. I think it's it's very much the whole of society has that that view. Um, my next question comes from the fact that we are all part of a church, a, Christ, a Christian church. How do you feel, like, what, what are your ideas um, about how church treats you as a single person, especially an older um, single person in the church? I think there are times when I've seen, um, you know, because I'm single, I should be administering things more often, like more. I should be involved a lot more, um, or I should be in hospitality. You know, doing all these things, and it's. Um, I think that's the one thing that I, one side I've seen of what it's like to be single in the church. But another thing that I've found, and it's something that I've discussed with a few of my friends, is um, sometimes I feel like. Oh man, sometimes I feel like there's, there are certain things that we can't discuss as single women or because it's seen as taboo and it's, but I've always chased after the authenticity of, of a, a good female friendship in the church because sometimes, you know, as a single woman, there are, you know, like, you know, I'm going to be real, <laughs> like sometimes there are things that you want to discuss in terms of like uh, relationships, but it's, it's, it's not discussed with I felt like it was hard for me to be open about such things um, and I would only be open to certain female uh, people in my church because I could trust them and when I would share with them I felt like I wasn't being judged because even to talk about such things like let's be, let's just for example sex um, we know that sex outside marriage is a sin um, but you know like I'm human I'm female and a female has needs we have urges and whatnot and it's Stuff like that. How do you? Sometimes I want to address those things within the church because it's a safe place for me. It's the one place I know. Um, but sometimes at the, on the other end too, it's like I can't talk about these things because it's seen as taboo. And if I talk about these things, it's like, well, why are you thinking about that when you're single? Um, and so, yeah, being in the church that way, yeah. Um, but also being raised Catholic as well. If you're a single, it's like yeah, you're a nun you know you are being a nun but I also think that a vocation of marriage for me growing up as Catholic wasn't emphasized enough like marriage was a vocation but even single life was just a vocation and it's this assumption especially with my aunties and uncles oh because you're single you're going to be a nun and I'm like well hold up being single is a vocation so why can't I just be single you know um and so different responses, I guess, being Catholic and now being in um, another church, it's definitely different. But I think for me, it's where I'm at, the church that I'm at, I love the woman that I'm surrounding myself with. But even just a married woman in church that I would talk to and have conversations with, it's been good. But yeah, I think with where I'm at, I can be more open and have those open discussions and not feel like I'm going to sit there and have someone slap a Bible verse is abandoned. I'm like, yeah, read that. I'm like, well, I know. I know the way. I just want to be real and authentic. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, for me, it's quite a um, mix. Uh, it's, it's quite a mixture of both. Um, so, because uh, I'm growing up in the church with women who are similar, my in age groups who are still single so it's great to have those role models and they're still walking in their walk um, when I was in my 20s like I would hang around uh, married women like Bible studies and stuff and they'll talk about their husbands and stuff and always warn me oh Liz that's why you shouldn't get married and I would always laugh about it but now that in my 30s I don't know whether I'm laughing still um, <laughs> so <laughs> Because the biological clock is um, ticking, but um, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I've been able to do life with other people, but now that I'm older, people look at me as a mature sister rather than just a sister, because and they're like, oh, she's still single, and yeah, 
So, and I think there's different phases. Like even looking at my church, we can see a period of singleness, and then see another period where uh, our young people have gotten married and stuff. So, yeah, it's just uh, different to see. And I don't know if there were other factors that played into it. But um, whenever I meet up with people, they're always asking, "Oh, isn't there anyone that you're interested at church?" And I'm like, uh, "No," because I look at them like my brothers and. Yeah, it never factors in to look inside the church. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it something that we're attracted to people who are ungodly or something? But yeah, but yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, I definitely feel um, that the church can do a better job as a whole to in terms of single people. You know, I do feel like the biggest blessing that people tell you as a Christian is to be married and have children. And I don't know if that is truly grounded in scripture. Um, yeah, but, you know, I remember I was I helped my cousin out with, like, something. And he's like, oh, one day you'll be blessed. And I said, I am blessed. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, and I knew he meant, like, one day you'll get married and have children. I was like, but I'm blessed. So it's that whole... That the kind of, I feel like there is idolatry of marriage in in church. You know, um, people who are put on leadership are the ones who are married, and they're the poster people. And those of us who are single, especially in the older age group, we don't. We are told to, you know, we're left to the wayside almost. Um, yeah, but I but I've learned to just be like, they are real. Like when the scripture says, you know, you can throw yourself into your purpose when you're single. I'm really living that and learning that. That, yeah, it must be nice to have someone as your support person. But um, it's also nice to not have the responsibility of that person in your life. So you can throw yourself into whatever projects in front of you. And I f so I feel that scripture come alive. Uh yeah, like I said, like with Liz, I don't feel alone in the church because even statistics shows there are way more single women than men. Um, there is a bitterness to that. I feel like I've said this to others. If I was a single guy like myself, I would have been married by now because it would be so easy to find a person that would match me. But I feel as a single woman, you're outnumbered. And then they're like, why don't you look at the younger age group? And I'm like... No. <laughs> they have to know 90s music and then they have to know who Alanis Morissette is and Backstreet Boys. Um, but, you know, maybe stay tuned. You don't know where, what God's plan is at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I definitely feel like the church can do a better job. I've, I, 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 you know, I def like, like with Liz, the jokes were funny in my 20s and as you get older, it's like touchy it becomes touchy because it's like because in your 20s you're like yeah yeah but now it's like oh my gosh like it's a reality for me um so yeah I definitely feel like you know the church can treat single people as another group of people in the church not as people who have who are not living yet who, who you know they, they that their lives haven't started properly like single people their lives started as soon as they accepted Christ, you know, really. And people have to stop saying things like, you will be blessed one day. It's like, you're blessed. <laughs> like, um, my next question is, what are some things that people say to you or do to you as a single person that you find kind of, I don't know, close-minded or kind of negative? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yep, so I'll start. Oh, okay, so you've already answered it? Oh, okay. Can you speak to that? Uh, what are some um, things that people say or do that, that you know, are quite ignorant towards you as a single person? Just. <laughs> um. Oh, when they, oh, when people are trying to start, oh, I know so-and-so, he's single. When they try and start hooking up with, like, people, I'm like, no. 
or they assume that um or the assumption that <laughs> the assumption that um I'm picky or um well I what I find annoying sometimes still is the mockery like um the mocking of like someone else who could be single and like oh maybe you should and I'm like no no don't go there um <laughs> it's I find it annoying um I mean I can laugh it for a bit but at a certain point it just it's got to stop um but I think for me it's uh yeah the assumption that um I'm picky or the the constant um I find yeah people are trying to hook me up with people and I'm like no yeah I think that's what I at the moment that's what I find really yeah yeah. For me, I, I've had this conversation with my family who are in relationships. Like, just the comments, mostly. Yeah. You know, my uh, someone, a family member said to me, oh, it's okay. Like, that, what you said, married people in your bubble study. Um, you know, it's so hard being married. You don't want it. And it's kind of like, you can't tell me what I don't want. Like, like I'm allowed to want a family. Um, other comments like, oh, you know, you just wanted too much. That co- and I said to the person who said that, you, that's condescending because there's nothing wrong with wanting something. You know, you want a job, you, you work for, you, you put your CV together, you make an effort. Um, you know, you make an effort for what you want. So if, if single people are making an effort to find somebody, why are you judging, you know? Um yeah, I guess it's yeah. Basically, it's the words, and you'd think the wor- that words are you know sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But as a single person, especially as I get older and the biological clock ticks harder, um, <laughs> the words are, they start to give you to me. Um, my next question is: How do you deal with uh, situations where your made to where your singleness comes up as an issue? Like what, um, like what? Yeah, actions do you take to kind of make yourself feel, I know, empowered? Yeah, for me, it's not. Um, uh, my singleness only becomes an issue when um, I get guys who are interested in me, but I'm not interested in them. Um, and then they ask, Are you single? And then in my head, I'm like, do I lie? And, and I have to admit, I have lied to say that I've had a boyfriend. <laughs> Just because I'm like, uh, you're married or you're not, yeah, you're not my type. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's the, the ways that I would use that situation. Um, but I also want to speak where people have accidentally thought I've had children or, you know, I've got children and they're like, oh, how many children do you have? I'm like, don't tell me I'm fat. <laughs> So that's another way of people, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's the only thing. Or when, yeah, I I don't know, yeah. What was your question? Like, what have been your coping mechanisms for when people say something something ignorant to you because you are single? I think my default position is to is my humour like I literally go back to them and I joke around with them or I mock them <laughs> like I think that's how I've dealt with it because you're right it does you know sometimes the words they do they do say does hurt you know and it's not until like I'm home in my room or like I'm praying I'm like oh Jesus that hurt that hurt really bad Jesus <laughs> you know <laughs> um but it, yeah I think my default thing is humour is to but I think it's even also a reminder for me it's like Man, Lord, it's even knowing that in your time you will add. It's, it's you know your timing, like God's timing is perfect, and I'm, you know, I and it, for me it's it's a I remind myself of that, and that and that the addition will come in God's timing, and that nothing that I could do or anyone else could do could rush it or drag it out. But it's just it's definitely God's timing, and I think yeah, for me definitely it's personally it's my relationship with God is what I turn to. It's it's finding the comfort in that and knowing that God does fulfill me 
I know that God is my provider, that he will provide in this time. And I think, yeah, my relationship with God is definitely one of those things that um, is what I surround myself with. But even just also with, again, sisters that I trust. Um, uh, yeah, so that's how I cope, I guess. Um, or other, yeah, again, or, or just mock them. <laughs> like, till they cry. Nah. Yeah, mine is similar to you guys. I've learnt to have quick responses because I've seen how my sister, one of my other sisters, she's the last one to be single with me, but people would give her a hard time and she'll just have these quick responses. Often in Tongan culture, if you have a quick response, people back off. But I'm quiet and my Tongan's not good too, so I usually just stay quiet. But now I'm just like spinning out whatever Tongan word comes to mind. I don't care if it... If it, if it makes sense or not but just like ha- being strong like having a strong like yeah and what like you know I can I have money that I can use for myself like so just being strong in it and <laughs> yeah so just being strong and not insecure about it uh humor yeah definitely humor um is a good coping mechanism uh talking about all the amazing people in my life like people think I'm someone to pity sometimes because you know I don't have children or don't have a half but I talk about my friends constantly not because I don't even think it's a coping like I'm it's a like trying to puff myself up so they don't feel sorry for me it's just like the reality like I I just am amazed by the people who have chosen to be my friend um so it's just expressing like from a place of complete contentment what I do have which has been really helpful because I just think yeah if it was God's plan I'll be married busy with married with children but look at what God has given me instead how can I be sad about that or feel insecure about that that's what uh, on top uh, on the issue I think I, I hate how it becomes a competition between people who are in relationships and people who are single about who's got it better. I don't believe in that. Um, someone said that just who's single like they can't go on social media because it's wedding season. I'm like I can go on social media. Not I mean they're allowed to if that's what they want to do. But for me I'm like I'm just happy. Like, as soon as I found out my sister was engaged, I was happy. Like I know it might reflect on me because I'm older, but. I love people being their best selves and living their best lives. And for some people, people just have to realize some of the best lives for some people is singleness. Um, Best lives for some people is married with children. You know, best lives, it just looks different and people need to stop forcing others to conform to what they think is the best way to be, Um, you know. I feel like if, peop- if, we- if people in relationships are trying to make me bad, feel bad about being single, they're not happy. Like, I'm sorry. So don't, if you pressure me, I'm just going to be like, you, you aren't happy, so you're trying to make me conform because you did what you were forced to do in your own mind. So, yeah, I think people who are happy with their lives, let others be. Like, that's just my philosophy. So, yeah, if you force me, if you're giving me a hard time, I'm going to be like, what's happening in your marriage? Like what you know? What are you projecting onto me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like this. That's coming from not a good place. Or you just let me be. Um, my next question is, um, I think we're all about, you know, being open to the idea of being with someone else. What what would you, what would you be wanting in a partner? Uh, so first of all. First of all, to be a male. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, my list was really long in my 20s. That was just male, Pacifica, has a job, (laughs) loves God. Um, Yeah, and uh, I'm still uh, iffy about age. It's only because I'm the eldest of eight children, so I cannot be with anybody who's younger. My mind isn't quite open quite there yet. but yeah, but if the opportunity comes up, yeah. Um, I think at this age I'm open more to dating, whereas before it was like you just see the one, have an instant connection. Like I thought it was like that. <laughs> yeah, damn you, Disney. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, now I'm a little bit more open to dating. Not that 
not that it probably it hasn't come up <laughs> but yeah yeah so that's me um i i find myself in a really weird not weird but i think just in terms of the season of my life at the moment um male interaction for me it's, it, it freaks me out um and so i'm gonna at the um, it really <laughs> freaks me out and that's for me personally it's just there are, I know that there are with my relationship with God there are things that God wants to do in me that I have literally I feel like I'm a bit at a cusp I'm on the cusp of a breakthrough but because I've just chosen to be like nah Lord I'm not ready to deal with that stuff I've literally just been like Lord not today <laughs> you know and, I, and I've said that for a year and 2020 was it yeah um, and now I'm at the point where I think God's like, let's deal with this now. Um, and so when you were talking about your list, you know, for me, I, the idea of doing a list is appealing to me. I'm like, oh man, Lord, I can't wait to, you know, talk with you, dialogue with you about this. But at the same time, I'm, I'm also like, man, what am I looking for? Like, I, I don't, like, I honestly don't know that the only things that I am very particular on is that definitely a man who, um, who's you know a man who's a godly man or well, one male definitely one a god-fearing man and two taller than me um <laughs> and i think that's it like any everything else i honestly have no idea um i have a fair idea but it's i don't know whether it's something that i would put on a list so so to say um but i know that in this season for me i just i'm at a point of really surrendering under, under god and just allowing god to deal with me first deal with me first and because I have this thing where I, the things that I are undealt with in my singleness I don't want to take that into a relationship I don't want that to be a hindrance in a relationship or anything like that I want to be at a point where okay Lord I've dealt with this stuff when you see fit then add or in your timing um and so yeah I'm at a point of surrender where I know God wants to do work in me and I think there are things from my past from my childhood that, that definitely needs healing that have been suppressed for so long which is why the idea of male interaction freaks me out um, and so it's a time of healing I really feel like this time right now it's a time of healing and a really time of uprooting the things that have stopped me or hindered me from seeing my own worth and who I am as a daughter of God and um, I'm just in this season of absolute surrender to God where I'm like man Lord I'm laying my body down on it as a living sacrifice for you to ha have your way um, and so I know that when this process however long I'm going to take with God then then I can I feel like I'm in a position to do a list um, and so I think for me it's the idea of dating honestly it freaks me out um, the idea of someone a guy talking to me freaks me out which is why I people don't realize it but I can be real shy around males and but I'm not shy when it's like my brothers or my cousins or guys from church but I'm or even if it's like my like friends boyfriends because I know them like you know it's like even if they go there like punch your face but it's just yeah the idea of dating it really does freak me out um so again yeah I think that's why I'm, for me now it's a season of just okay lord f deal with me then whatever may come out of that then yeah yeah thank you guys i know that was a really tough question and very personal so i appreciate you guys sharing i didn't have a list um in my 20s i was I, i'm still a i was brought up a feminist grew up in a house full of women went to girls only school um so i was very proud so, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't really expect to be in a relationship in my 20s anyway. I always imagined, you know, because you're supposed to be like a career woman. And then I just, so I was, I was, I was put up in those movies where you have like the strong woman who gives the guy the hard time. And then the guy, I don't know, wins her over, but they fight a lot and then they end up in love. So I was brought up in that narrative in the 90s and that was like the big theme of strong women hating the guy and then they turn around and they 
realized they're soulmates. Um, so I was brought up with like the idea that a man would chase me and would break down my defenses and, and then I'd end up happily married, but still like, you know, a strong as feminist, um, trying to become the Prime Minister of New Zealand or something. And to have that not happen by the time I was 30, I was like, woes. The other aspect of it is that being a Pacifica, we are taught that relationships between men and women, then, you know, you're not allowed to have a boyfriend. My parents didn't specifically say that, but they did. But they were like, you go church, go school, that's it. And and beware of boys, because they'll get in the way of your goals. Um, so, you know, I went through this, growing up I was like, no boys, no boys. And then I get to my 30s and my mum's like, what's happening? Help and get married. And it's this whole, like, you don't have a learning process. You don't, you're not able to build yourself, you know, to know what you want and to be wise. And so, like, by the time I got to my 30s, I decided I was going to make an effort and put myself out there. And, yeah, you just don't know, you just have no wisdom. Like, you have no life experience to deal with the complexities not only of dating, but dating in the modern world where, you know, feminism has affected, like, how guys are. And, yeah, so now that I'm, you know, a couple of years of putting myself out there, I finally got a list. But I should have come up with a list early on so that I'm not looking at the list, like, really close to my biological clock, like, giving up. Now, um... Yes, yeah, so my, I think my list is just emotional stability. Uh, first of all, the same passion or a stronger passion for God. But yeah, emotional stability is a big thing. Um, the faith thing, of course, first of all. Uh, someone who's secure in who he is, which comes with the emotional stability. Someone who is kind, but firm in his beliefs and his action his words match his actions that's strong someone who's financially independent and that's it that's it man so any nah i'm not gonna advertise myself um but yeah it's just (laughs) that's i'm not i hope no one heard what liz just said we're not even going to that don't go there, man. <laughs> no, I'm very... Um, but yeah, just those things I've come up. And I had, I sh- I've come up with that, l- that list like this later in my years, which is sad, right? I think you should get that kind of experience and knowledge l- earlier on so that you make better choices close, you know, at the nearer the eight, like nearer... You know, so that your time's not running. It's sad though, because as women, I feel like if I was a man, I wouldn't worry because I could have kids at whatever age I felt like. Whereas as women, it's like that, you know, the reality of it. But yeah, so that's so. But as a, like on on that note, I'm really I'm happily single, and it's taken me this long to be happily single, like really happily. I I wasn't like singleness was an issue for me in my twenties, and on my thirties became an issue, and I was even the outside I was happily single and the inside I wasn't and it's just like this year I've become like wow yeah I'm I'm happy I'm happy and content Mm. so um you know to end off our our talk um what are some of the positives I don't know if you've mentioned this what are some of the positives of being a single woman um in this modern age uh, for me, it's been um, spending more time with family, but I think one of the biggest things, especially in the last four years, has been able to move to Blenheim. If I was in a if I was in a relationship uh, around 2019, I wouldn't, and he lived in Auckland, I wouldn't be in Blenheim. I would still be in Auckland <laughs> because I wouldn't. I I, I I think I would be the type of woman who'd be like, no, I don't want to leave you, you know, or you can't move me. No, um, because he wouldn't be able to move down with me because we were married. Um, so, yeah, for me, the biggest thing is being able to do like move to Blenheim, be a teacher. You know, like I wouldn't have been able to do these things, and this is stuff that I did in my thirties, um, and I wouldn't have been able to do it if. 
um, if I was in a relationship or married, you know, I'd have to consider, oh, you know, my children, my husband, my boyfriend, whatnot. But it's been good to be able to make really big decisions on my own without, you know, yeah, having to be like, oh, I've got to think about him, i got to think about time, FaceTiming, long distance, oh. Um, and so, <laughs> but, it, you know, um, and... I think it's being able to just pick up your life and go. Yeah, um, being able to travel, being able to go on road trips with friends and not worrying about like, yeah, um, spending time with friends, going up like around New Zealand. Just the, the things that I love doing. Um, like, like even like chasing sunsets with friends, like I don't have to worry about making dinner for my kids or whatnot. Or, you know, um, it's, it's, I can just go chase sunset and be okay with it and stay and sleep at a beach or, you know, sleep at a park or whatnot, you know, like with friends and be okay. Um, but yeah, I enjoy that stuff. But I think even um, spending time with my dad, um, really spending time with my dad, you know, when you lose a parent, um, one parent, you hold on tightly to the parent that you have left. And I feel like that's what I've been doing and I think moving to, to Blenheim really helped me to really purify I guess purify the relationship between my father where it's a real father because my dad was there for me for everything but I think being able just to spend good quality time with him as well um, and yeah I think that, and other stuff too but that's what comes to mind yeah yeah uh, for me it's um uh, being a blessing to my siblings as well as my parents because um, uh, I'm single I'm able to be there for them um, at different times like even if it's at because I'm single there's, I've got no responsibility or I don't have to ask my partner or husband if it's okay I just up and go um, another thing is travel um, and just finding myself learning to be happy on my own so um, I'm open to um, having a husband but if I do it will it'll be like a partnership rather than me um, putting my whole depending on him because uh, yeah I know my value in God and so um, yeah I think that's some of the benefits um, but I've had great friendships like I've been and also mentors and um, also been able to mentor others because I'm single so um, yeah it's been a great season and a great journey and it's still continuing so We'll see from here on now. Yeah, I guess um, I don't need a visa. <laughs> yeah, I could just come tonight and just, you know. So I guess it's the gift of time. You know, you, you're able to, you're in control of your time. And often, I think if you're with someone else, you have to compromise your time because of them. So just like what B said, spontaneous, get up and go. Um, of course, there's an aspect of being Pacifica, but my parents are, are really, you know, learning to let me go. Because <laughs> um, in Pacifica cultures, you know, there's, there's still protectiveness no matter how old you are. But yeah, so just time. I think uh, the independence, like what Liz mentioned, I really am fulfilled within myself and there's a strength in that. I'm not saying that you can't get that if you're with a partner, but yeah, there's, it's just that you can fully invest in yourself, you know, without having to um, put all your energy into someone at the same time. So I really, this podcast has come about because of my singleness, you know, um, me realizing that time is ticking I shouldn't be wanting something that isn't in front of me at that moment and what do I have in front of me I have uh, these talents I have um, these people in my life who uh, I want to give a platform for to speak to bless others so yeah it's, a, it's really um, it just helps me really pour into myself at the moment to become my best the best the best version of myself you know my mind isn't on other things isn't so full I can just think about myself and yeah I think that becomes a blessing into others 
you know so it's almost like in the selfishness you it becomes like an outward pouring um you know so yeah i i i am i'm enjoying um where i am i'm i i mean i am and i feel like we're special because when i tell other people that i'm just one of the girls they're like what you guys sound amazing what are you guys doing you're so single i'm just it's just normal for me that's why i think i'm uh, that's part of the reason why i'm so happy um but you know things could quickly change so it is also like realizing that uh, I may not always have the benefits that I have. You know, something might change in my relationship status or my friend's relationship status. So just enjoy it. Like just really enjoy because there are benefits to whatever situation you find yourself in. Yeah, so on that note, I just want to ask do you, if my um, guests have any last words before we sign off. Yeah, I think for me it's don't feel pressured if you're single to hurry up and get married or hurry up and be in a relationship because, as mentioned earlier, society tells us that as 35-year-olds we should already have children in the white picket fence and two and a half kids. And I think sometimes people, I think women who don't know their worth war will definitely rush out and get married and, you know, and it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but sometimes I feel like they've conformed to what society has said but I think anything that's yeah like don't conform and I guess enjoy being single but even just man enjoy it like enjoy your singleness I mean that's one thing I always get told by married women is enjoy it and so um and I think that's what I'm doing now like now that I'm finally content and happy with being single like I'm enjoying it now and I definitely would value these times that I um, am single so yeah I think that's me awesome I just wanna I don't have anything to add you know uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I just always give the opportunity for my guests to have something else to share at the end I just wanna thank my guests uh, for being here I know it's a you, you've made yourself very vulnerable uh, and I and I just feel like these are the conversations that we need to be heard. Um, these are conversations we need others to encourage others to have with one another. So that's part of the reason why I wanted this topic to be um, in my podcast. And I just, yeah, just know that my listeners are going to be blessed by what you've said. So I just want to thank you guys again. Thank you to my listeners. And please tune in for our next episode of You Talk Too Much. Good night. Talk, talk, talk.